Welcome to another episode of Mental Conversations, a podcast focusing on positive mental health and overcoming the struggles of life. My name is Chris Sutton and I am genuinely excited today because, uh, I've just said that to you actually, haven't <laughs> I? Um, today I'm joined by Lucille, Lucille Allen Payson. Um, Lucille is the founder of Leeds Wellbeing Week and is the director of Mind It, uh, bringing well-being to the workplace. And you've had a baby. Yeah, just three months ago. Congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. Joyce, welcome to the world. Um, my grandmother's name, so I was quite excited when you when you nice. went for Joyce. Probably not the reason you chose no, Joyce. I don't think so. <laughs> um, so we were talking uh, or messaging each other and saying um, we've, we've had conversations before and you've been on the show before, um, but about what we would talk about today. And I was really intrigued by this because you want to talk about time. Mm-hmm. So let's just jump straight in. What what do you what do you mean? I just realized that we always say that we don't have time. Um, one of my friends is a time management coach, and she often says we have the same number of hours during the day as Beyonce <laughs> or Barack Obama yeah, okay. or anyone famous in doing um, impactful things yeah. every day. So obviously they have all the staff around, but they didn't when they started. So it's a matter of where you focus your time, I guess. Yeah, I I think you're right. I think it is a very common thing that people say, you know, literally on a daily basis. If you were to say to someone, <clears throat> why have you not done X or how have you not had the chance to do Y? They'd say, well, I just haven't got time. Yeah. I'm so busy. Um, So essentially in breaking that down we're kind of questioning whether that's true aren't we as to um so in terms of like a looking after it yourself it's having a look at what you do perhaps on a daily basis and and then seeing um seeing what you can do about it um why do you think people feel like that though um it's just a fast pace of of life i guess we're just in a rush all the time and mm. we want to fit more things during the day so we push back our sleep our bedtime and then we wake up early so we, we can fit more things yeah, in that's true but then if we want to fit more things in we don't really take time to do them yeah in the end. we are not in the moment we're just um rushing we're from racing thing through to things thing. <clears throat> so it's yeah i i'd agree with that and I, th- I think that the, um, I think on top of that, you end up doing a lot of things or you, I was going to say prioritizing the wrong things sounds yeah. a bit, it sound, you know, I don't want to sound judgmental in that, but I was having a conversation with someone yesterday and they were saying about not having time. So I was thinking about <laughs> coming, coming here, but what they were talking about was, um, to look after themselves Mm -hmm. and then we really got into kind of like why why we talk I started talking about prioritizing Mm -hmm. and and I was saying why is it that we don't prioritize ourselves and like what I think you said to me about Mm self-care you know why is that not our first priority and for me I knew the answer which is um guilt yeah which Mm -hmm. is a really weird thing so when I looked at it myself I was like well, if I'm doing something for myself, I feel guilty. Yeah. And therefore, I do other things. I'm not saying I'm this selfless, you know, Mother Teresa kind of character, mm-hmm. which I am. But no, <laughs> but like, I'm definitely not. But like, I, but I do find, um, 
doing things for myself that are going to improve my own health yeah difficult to prioritize however they're they're useful if not necessary because if you don't take care of yourself you can't really take good care of others yeah that's true so one one of the things that can work is pick up one thing that you want to dedicate time to um, and then do it whatever happens so mm-hmm. if you want to do this 30 minutes yoga in the morning just do it and arrive maybe late later to okay. work on that day if this is important to you and the other thing I would say is to change the way we talk about time. Don't say, I didn't have time, but say, I didn't take time. Okay, and I then like could, that. Then, of course, you, you can feel guilty in the moment, but you actually acknowledge that this was not your priority. Yeah, I, I mean, I actually think, and again, I've spoken to a few people about this, and one person, I think, on the podcast, um, about the importance of language mm. and the way that, you know, the way that you say things. Um, and I always forget that, but it's, it's it is worth remembering that that you know, I think as a lay as a lay person, li- if I had listened to us saying about that about mm-hmm. language and the importance of it, even maybe two years ago, I'd have thought no, that, <laughs> that doesn't make a difference. It yeah. can't actually change the way you think or the way you behave. It's just words, isn't it? You know, the thoughts are the main thing. But 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 it, it fundamentally does change does. everything. The way you frame it, with mm. the language you use, if you use positive language, and and the, the language you just said there um, about I didn't take time, is you're taking accountability, aren't you? Yeah, you're not exactly. blaming it on an external factor. Mm. You're saying, okay, I made that choice. Yeah. So another way of saying it is like, well. Okay, I could have done that, but I chose to do this. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. So I, I could have gone for a run, but I chose to watch Sons of Anarchy. Yeah, <laughs> like, and it's know, absolutely like, fine. Or whatever. And that's so uh, you know. And it, but at some point, you kind of think, well, that's up to me. That's my decision. But you, you're right in the sense that it's linked to guilt because if you didn't clean the house and you you're, you have an argument with your partner and you say I didn't have time, that's not true because you had time to do other things. Yes. You can actually acknowledge that you didn't take time because you've done this and this and this. Yeah, that's uh, right. That were your priorities on that specific day. But the the where it really affects your kind of your mental health is that you you know is around that guilt. You know, one facet of it is around that guilt because if it's like I don't know, I for example, I went to get in the shower this morning. I was walking through my uh, like walked up the stairs and I thought man, I need to hoover these stairs. Mm. And I've got the kids staying tonight. So and then I was like, well, no point, is there? Because the mm. kids are going to mess it up even more. Mm-hmm. But then, but I, you know, I'm stood in the shower thinking I really should have hoovered yesterday instead of watching that third episode of Mad Men, <laughs> like, you know, or whatever. And I was right, like, yeah, 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 yeah. But so I get, so I was then in that, and I'm not saying that made me feel depressed, but it certainly made me feel that guilt of, oh, I should have done that. Mm. But actually reframing it to, yeah, okay, you know, I had now, now I'm really aware of it. When the kids have gone tomorrow, that becomes a much bigger choice because yeah. of the awareness. Yeah. So if I get into the shower on Thursday morning and I haven't done it, I really will feel the guilt. I know yeah. I will. But actually, I know what will probably happen is I'll hoover the stairs tomorrow night, yeah. and then I'll, and I'll feel great because I've done it. And you're gonna make the time for it. So, so you're gonna take the time. You're gonna make it. So you yeah. make room yeah. so that it's 
happen, it's happening. What you need to do is happening eventually. And whether, and whether hoovering the stairs is a great example, I don't know, but you can substitute that for whatever, can't yeah. you? Mm. Um, and, and I think this is kind of the key, is around this being aware of the things that make you feel better, yeah. that make you feel well, and then actually prioritising those things. And like you said, if you're... Um, I use this example, and I have on the show all the time, of if the you know the oxygen mask drops on an aeroplane, yeah. and you know they say look after yourself before you look after someone else, because if you don't put your own um, oxygen mask on, mm-hmm. you're no good to anyone, and th- and that is a metaphor for life, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah you, you of know, course. Look after yourself so that you can help others. Um, so it is. So it is about. Um, about doing that. So what what are common things that you've heard about people saying they don't have time for? Often it's not, no time for um, things they don't want to do or things they really, really want to do. So funny enough. That's bizarre, isn't it? Yeah. So do, if not having time is used as an excuse sometimes to say, well, actually, I, I can't do this because I don't have time. Um, but you had time to do other things. Once more, one, once more. So it's actually a good excuse not to do something you really don't want to do. Yeah, I, I, I yeah, it is. It is confusing, isn't it? Yeah. Because when you, if it's something that you really want to do, you just assume that people would go and do that, and you assume they will be motivated to go and do that. Um, I and I, I also think that there's a kind of underlying thing of. I don't know when if you. Again, it comes back to the guilt. I don't want to sound like a scratch record, but I feel like if I'm doing things that I want to do all the time, then it does make me feel bad and in something mm. like underneath, which is, I don't know, I need a therapy session. <laughs> but, I mean, why not? We, we want to go to work, don't we? We want to have some self-care. We want to take care of the kids. Maybe we want to cook as well. So mm-hmm. it's just a matter of looking at things a bit differently and say, okay, yeah. this evening I don't want to cook. Let's just take something out of the freezer. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it doesn't mean that um, I, I I feel guilty just yeah. because this is my decision today. Yeah, I, I, think that's, I think that's good advice, actually. The, one of the ways, there is a, a technique around time that I heard about recently, and you might be aware of this, which is literally about writing it down all okay. of the things that you, all of the things that you do every day, mm-hmm. habitual things that you do every day. So how long does it take to clean your teeth? You know, you can literally go down to quite small details. Right. So from the second, if you if your alarm wakes you up, so I don't know. So say for me, my alarm wakes me up if I'm not awake already at quarter past five, and I then do half an hour of yoga. It's very early. <laughs> it is. I mean, I usually I'm awake, which is why right. I, I wouldn't. I don't think if I, I don't think through choice I would have. Set, would set my alarm for that, but that's my routine right, now. Right, yeah, yeah. So it, very, it rarely wakes me up. I'm usually awake. Um, but I'll get out of bed at quarter past five, and I'll go downstairs, and the first thing I'll do is yoga. Because mm-hmm. I'm like, even though I love it, if I don't do it, I know I feel bad. Right. <clears throat> I feel guilty, but I also feel tense in my body and my shoulders and in my mind. Mm-hmm. So if I, so that's the first thing I do, almost so it's out the way. So right. I'm like, bang, that's in the bag. I've that's done good. it. So that's the first thing I do. So I can mark that down. Okay, you know, 5.20 till 5.50, I'm doing yoga. And then, you know, preparing for work stuff and depending on if I've got the kids there or not. And um, 
but you can mark it down how long it takes you to have breakfast how long it takes you to get yeah, to work how yeah. long it t- then then at work then lunch times break times whatever and you when you break it all down you can then try and work out where you can fit things in mm-hmm. that you're that you think you don't have time for right and if you and i think in particular it seems to be that before work and after work mm-hmm. are where people are like you know work, at work is a whole different thing um which we can talk about but before work and after work are the things where you where you want to fit your own personal Many things, things yeah, in. yeah but that is where for me you know, I have this massive gaping kind of Netflix-filled space <laughs> w- where I'm kind of like, actually, I do have loads of time I could yeah. do stuff. Yeah. But the issue that I have there then is I have a kind of mental block that I'm tired. I'm, I've just got, I've mm-hmm. had a busy day at work. Mm-hmm. I just want to sit. But then, <clears throat> you know, energy almost cre- creates energy sometimes. Yeah, and yeah. You know, I know that previously if I've been for a run, it's made me feel better. So, and it's made me feel good afterwards and euphoric that I've even done it. Yeah, 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 of course. Um, so, but that draw of the remote yeah, control yeah. is quite strong. It, it is challenging and there's, um, yes, yeah, so this technique of trying to fit many more things in. Um, I'm not sure it works every day because life comes in mm. and then you have unexpected things yeah. happening and maybe it's good to have a bit of flexibility as well yeah on the on the netflix binge watching um maybe that's what you need sometimes you know it's just a question of if this is something that we want to change then the solution might be just to start small you yeah. know, going for a walk <coughs> five minute walk instead of going for a 30 minutes run yeah. Like starting with um, incrementing small changes. That's so a good that idea. Step by step, then it happens to be a habit to go yeah. for a run in the in the evening. Yeah, that's it. It's yeah. about tweaking it, isn't it? About just yeah. changing something, yeah. <coughs> even quite small. Excuse me. It did make me just think of something else. Then though, um, there may be people listening to this that actually have too much time. Yeah. You know, uh, and I found this the other day where um, I had the whole day to myself. Mm. and my natural guilt complex means I struggle to spend the day doing stuff just for me, being mm-hmm. selfish mm-hmm. around it. <clears throat> so when it, when I'd done some kind of admin, I'd done some stuff around the podcast actually as well, um, I thought, right, I'm free now, now I can have the evening. It was six o'clock, mm. and I was thinking, even if I go to bed at half ten, it's four and a half hours. What am I going to do? What do I do? Mm. And I, I was literally sat. I was sat there on my sofa, thinking, I don't know what to do. Mm. It's too early to yeah. put Netflix yeah. on for the evening. You know, like it's too early to watch. T- I'm not going to watch TV for four and a half hours. And then I started to not panic, but I started to get nervous. Yeah. And I thought, I picked up a book, started reading the book, but I wasn't actually taking it in. Mm. I was just looking at the words, and all I could think was, I'm just sitting on my own. I'm just sitting on my own. Yeah. And I was like, I had this time stretched out in front of me. So have you come across that before? Oh, yeah. Uh, personally, when I arrived in Leeds two years ago, mm-hmm. go, coming from a very busy Parisian life, a very demanding job and a busy social life as well, to Leeds where I just came with my husband and he was at work and I didn't know anyone. Yeah, That was a real challenge. 
Yeah. Plus, I had no internet at home. Oh, my God. Can <laughs> you was, imagine? That was horrible. It's like being in the 70s. Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, but it was good, good learning because it just forced me to think and um, realize what I wanted to do next. And so for me, it arrived at a good time mm-hmm. in my life. Now, I know some people might have too much time, as mm. you say, um, and I would say the what helped me then was to have something to get up for. So I started working in a cafe. I didn't need to work in a cafe. I knew I would not work in a cafe for the rest yeah. of my life. But it, for, it forced me to wake up three times a week mm-hmm. um, and um, having social connections. And then I was complaining that it was difficult and I had to wake up early and whatever. But I really, literally, I just spent two days in my home. That is, that's key though. That realisation of, I think there's a couple of things there. The realisation that the social interaction, even the fact that it was difficult, is is something that's a good thing. It's good to actually work hard at something and put your mind to something and have to focus on something new. You know, the, we've just picked up some drinks from Colby's and there's a new um, coffee shop and there's a guy, a new guy working in there. Right. He's really nervous. Um, I'm sure he won't listen to this. So I, think, <laughs> I don't even, I don't know his name. But you could see the way, the whole way of his behaviour. He's questioning, I don't know how to do that, I don't know yeah. how to do that. Yeah. Guaranteed next week I'll go in there and he'll be like, all right, mate, how you doing? And he'll be like, just like, yeah. easy, he'll be doing three coffees at the same time yeah. and whatever. Like, you know, but and he'll look back at this as a learning thing and... But, you know, it, it is something hard at the time, but, but actually it's good for you. So there's that recognition, but then there's actually doing it, isn't there? Yeah. Because you went and you did it. You went and got a job in a cafe. Yeah. Like, quite often, it, that's a very hard thing to do. I know. Yeah, you know yeah, it's yeah. a very challenging thing to do, to go and whatever it is, um, you know. But the realisation, there's, there's that realisation. And then the other thing is... Um, Pretty much, I said this earlier on, but you're in control of it. Mm. You have the ability to choose to go and do something else, yeah. you know. Um, and I think that is something that people really struggle with as well. Yeah, I'm not surprised. I think the the going back to incrementing small changes. If it's too challenging to go uh, write your CV and find a job, if this is one solution, I'm not saying that this is uh, what everyone should do, but then just Going to the shop can be the first yeah. um, thing. Do, doing it every day for a week, just going to buy uh, a few th- stuff. And then the, the week after, going to the shop and talk to the cashier. Mm-hmm. And then the week after, going to the shop and stop at the coffee shop and yeah. talk to the... So like step by step, then it's, it's getting, I guess, easier to get out of the house. I, so this is what can be overwhelming sometimes. I, I, yeah, no, I think it can. I think if you look... If you look at, so we're talking about time and talking about the fact we haven't got enough of it or we've got too much of it. But all of this, it's, all, it's only relative to what you're trying to achieve, isn't it? Yeah, So, course. So in the first instance, one of the things that I think is quite important for people in, um, with their mental health is to have a goal. Yeah. Even whether it's a big yeah. goal, small goal, whatever. You know, and some people will have like a vision to change the world around something and then you know and that's great that's fine and uh, you know some people might say that's pie in the sky it's not it's never going to happen what's the point in having that goal 
hey, listen, you know, it's whatever fits you, whatever you want, whatever you want to try and do, and whatever gets you up in the morning to do it. But I think there's a couple of things here. Firstly, is that setting a goal to get to a certain place. Um, and it might be like a list. It might be a list of 10 things you want to have achieved in the mm -hmm. next six months. Mm -hmm. And then there may be like little actions within each of those things that, you know, and even a timeline that you want to you want to do them. I did a um, life coaching. I went to a life right. coach for about six months. And at the beginning, she, we set my goals. And then I kind of, um, you know, almost put them to one side, didn't mm -hmm. really look back at them actually. And after the six months, we reflected on them and I'd achieved all of them. Wow. But I didn't feel after the six months that I was in a happier place okay. than I was at the beginning. Right. So it was a really interesting mm. exercise. But then the realization of what I'd achieved really made me feel happy. Mm -hmm. It really made me feel happier. Mm. So part, part of it is actually, I think, part of the important part, of the important part if that's an expression, <laughs> Is that time, that reflection? Yeah, there's this thing. We, we always say, sometimes we go to bed and we're like, what did I even do today? Yeah. Especially <laughs> yeah. when you have a newborn at home. So, <laughs> yeah. Joyce is now yeah. three months old and I remember the first few weeks, like, it was a challenge just to find some, some time for myself oh, because yeah. I was completely overwhelmed by what I was supposed to be doing yeah. and guilty of doing anything. Taking a long shower or whatever. Um... But the thing is um, that you actually need to to focus your time and you need to make a half-done list in the evening. Not ah, a to-do list for the okay. day after. I like But that. a half-done list I'm write that down. in the evening because it makes a very big difference. When you have a challenging day and you go to bed and you're just like focusing on the negative things that have happened making a list of what you have done make, makes you realize that you've done quite a lot. Even though you didn't have time to um, go to your whatever classes or activity, activities you're taking in the evening, maybe you've cooked for two hours for, mm -hmm. for a few yeah. meals ahead uh, for the week. So I, th I really, really like that. And it's actually in line with... Um, Anyone who regularly listens to this is going to be rolling their eyes and saying, I know what you're going to say now, because <laughs> I have said this before, but when I put my four-year-old to bed, she we, we do luckies. Right. So she says three things that she feels lucky about that have happened that day. That's great. And I, and I do the same. Um, and she it's, it, it's funny because we have to... I have to be almost quite strict with it. Mm -hmm. She knows it's going to happen. We both know it's going to happen. Yeah. It's literally a routine. Um, but sometimes it's like she tries to cheat <laughs> and it's just like she'll say something that's like I, I feel lucky because of daddy oh, you know right, like yeah and I'm like okay that's lovely but I want you to remember I want you to think about and yeah. remember something that's happened today because that's the, the it works you know there's the gratitude aspect of like thinking about things it you're is. grateful for which is good because it's a positive thing and you go to sleep in a positive frame of mind. So that's part of it. But the other thing is, I, w I really want her to think about something she's done today. Yeah. You know, yeah. What it, so it is, that, it is that. Reflect on the day. Well, the gratitude aspect is, is, is great because it helps you shift your mindset and not focusing on negative things, but mm. focusing on positive things. Yeah. Um, and the have done least 
a list is is to have a sense of achievement yeah. i guess to feel that actually this day was not so bad yeah. uh, it's good to do re when at work as well at mm -hmm. the end i do it at the end of the week Okay. Um, Friday afternoon. So what I've achieved this week. What have I done? Because yeah. sometimes there's so many to-do lists, mm -hmm. uh, so many things yeah. that we know we haven't done because we didn't make the time yeah. to do them. Absolutely. Um, but we hardly realize all the things that we actually have done. I really done. like that because the, the to-do list, I was talking to um, to someone the other day on, on this show about um, uh, about my, I used to have lists all the time. In fact, I've got a list in my pocket now, thinking about it. <laughs> um, and I was told, or I was advised by a therapist to stop making lists. Right. And the reason they said to stop making the list was because, uh, for one thing, if you don't achieve something on it, so what? Or if you forget, mm. so what? You know, is it, it's not the end of the world. But secondly, and it's kind of hand in hand, but is... Um, you're setting yourself up to fail if you don't achieve what's on your list. Mm. So I don't mean like a shopping list. I mean, yes, shopping list as well. But like, it's like if it is a to-do list and then you, you set a to-do list for the end of the day and you haven't achieved one of those things, you then, if you're a perfection, mm. if you're a perfectionist, you beat yourself up that you mm -hmm. failed. You mm -hmm. didn't do those things. Mm -hmm. And actually, as you work through the day, as you go through your day, not being not mindfully unmindfully <laughs> and actually as opportunities and things arise mm. you're so focused on well i've got to get my list done that you don't play the day you yeah. know you don't yeah. play it out as yeah. you, you so you you potentially miss lots of opportunities so a to a to-do list can be can actually be i know for some people the idea of letting go of a list is terrifying yeah but yeah. so you know you have to kind of baby steps again yeah of course kind of towards it i have many lists as well yeah. and it's difficult <laughs> when you have you you feel that you want you have a goal and you want to achieve things it mm. can be challenging to stop doing lists yeah um obviously but yeah it's it's a matter of finding the right balance between uh putting all the tasks that you want to achieve in one day and leaving some time for flexibility and things yeah. and opportunities that might uh, and arise. i think if you do it, if you, if you do it right, if that's the right way of putting it, you know, a list can be helpful for you to achieve the things you want to do, and maybe even, um, in terms of time, you know, maybe even in like, if if you set things out and you schedule in, yeah, some time for yeah, yourself, yeah. then maybe that's something that's really helpful. But the 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 key to it for me certainly in a mental health aspect or a positivity aspect is if you do schedule some time that is yoga time mm -hmm. for example so, which I do but I don't write it down on a list mm -hmm. it means that during that as I mentioned 5.20 and 5.50 in the morning I don't have to think about anything else yeah. because I know that's what I'm supposed to be doing by my own definition yeah, yeah, yeah. by my own rules I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing so it's almost like you can reframe or you can try and add in other things that are of benefit that are for you. Yeah, yeah, But yeah. then, but you, you know, because at the end of the day, who, who tell, you know, you feeling guilty about something, no one's actually, no one else is saying you're doing it wrong, are no. they? It's all self-diagnosed. Yeah, 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 definitely. And this, um, 
relationship with, that we have with, with time is, is also dictated by, by all the social media and what we see around. With the, you should do this in the morning, with yeah. 30 minutes yoga, and then you should do have, have a healthy breakfast and um, go to the, to the to oh. gym in the evenings. Yeah. It can be a bit frustrating when you actually realize, well, I have eaten rubbish. Mm-hmm. I, have, I have not exercised today. But this is not a rubbish day for that reason. No. It's a matter of being kind to ourselves too. I like that. I like that. And, and I do think it's amazing how often these conversations turn or turn in the focus turns to social media yeah and and i think that even without well social media the 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 like 24 hours a day connectivity of like you with anyone in the world yeah you know like on twitter and i've got a new follower today from sacramento or something mm-hmm. you know whatever you, you just kind of like what how is that even possible yeah. but now that person every day they might look to see what i've on Twitter and I've done the same with people all over the world so you've got this opportunity and even of like celebrity in that where you can message or you can you might they they might not look at it but you have you know what their Twitter thing is or their Instagram Mm -hmm. so you can post something directly to them so all these people that you know otherwise would be you mentioned Barack Obama or like Beyonce in theory if you put something that they happen to see that actually they thought was funny or they thought Mm. you've just connected with that person it's just like But that ability um, also brings with it this kind of danger of um, you're overloaded with uh, heightened expectations around yeah. things. There are two things on, on, on social media, really. The first thing is that the, it's, it's filtered. So all the, the beautiful pictures that we yeah. see on Instagram have yeah. been selected yeah. and filtered. So it's not reality. You yeah. don't see what's behind the scene. And like in talking about mental health issues you don't see what this person who this person really is yeah, and not the struggles that might be that's behind right. yeah and the second thing is um the time that we spend on social media unbelievable that, that we, can we, swallow you up i just read something on twitter uh <laughs> <say> a tweet <laughs> saying um scrolling is a new smoking wow and it just becomes a habit when you see you just I was uh, walking here this morning and just looking around people and there's so many people on their phone everyone. and I'm the first one being everyone. guilty of doing yeah, yeah. it yeah yeah everyone but if you just decide to put your phone in your pocket when you walk from the train station to work you might notice new things you Absolutely. might make eye contacts with people you yeah. might even connect with yeah. people that you see every morning it's crazy so we spe- we say we don't have time but maybe we just don't dedicate our time to the right things you won't believe it but we're out of time that are we it. yeah that was half an hour i knew it was going to fly by right and i've been waiting to say we're out of time just because it's so <laughs> hilarious um so um how can people get hold of you at mind it uh, what's what's your um website so it's www.mind-it.co.uk and now we have a catalogue of well-being workshops I've seen it. it's available um, in Leeds and Yorkshire. Okay, fantastic. So thank you, Lucille, for coming on. Thank you. Uh, congratulations again on the baby. Um, and thank you, you guys out there, for listening. Um, please follow me on Twitter at mentalcoms, M-E-N-T-A-L-C-O-N-V-S. And another episode will be winging its way to you soon. Thanks.